Hello, you're welcome to another episode of the Uncommon Woman Podcast. It's Ify Chooks at this way, and you are listening to the Uncommon Woman Podcast. So here is the real mystery. How do working women like us, who know deep down that we are made for more, we desire to make God proud, but always end the day with no time or energy for ourselves, talk more of betting the more in us? How do we know this more? How do we profitably bet our dreams, our callings, and our passions without breaking down, without losing our sanity, our homes, or our jobs, at least for now? That is the glaring question, and this podcast will give you the answers. My name is Ifi Chuksadizwe, and you are welcome to the Uncommon Woman Podcast. If you had only the next 365 days to live, what would you start? What would you stop? And what would you improve or rather change? If you're like some of the women I've asked this question to, you will want to do a number of things. You want to do things starting from, you know, finally starting on that dream that you've always had maybe investing money in a savings fund for your children making sure your home is happy you know working on your relationship with god your spouse family friends and possibly leaving a legacy in your society you want to be known as a daughter of god a loving wife an excellent mom you know a, a, an established or you know celebrated career chick if you if you're in full-time work you want to be a renowned entrepreneur if you're in business you want to be known as an investor a philanthropist right good now let's get back to reality because if wishes were horses most horses would be disabled by now becoming an uncommon woman the woman of your dreams doesn't come easy um, neither does it come overnight but it is possible and what do you need in my experience in my story which I shared with you in episode one a number of things I have learned the first thing you need is a role model and then you need a deep understanding of this person and how they achieved what you desire. Plus the wisdom, the courage and the commitment to apply whatever you learned from this person's life into your own life in such a way that it gives you positive change. In my own life, I shared my story in 2011. God actually took me on a on a journey of understanding the Proverbs 31 woman. It was crazy because she's one person that I never really believed in. I felt a number of things were, pardon my English, not right with her story. I felt that she was not the right person to be my role model for a number of reasons. Number one, I mean, she's old school what can she talk to me about loving my husband man she doesn't get it things have changed now and so for me i felt the relationship books would teach me that number two i felt she didn't have any worries in life she wasn't working if she was working trust me and she had to leave her home by 5 a.m and then be back at 11 p.m she would not have time you know for 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 making sure that her merchandise was profitable all night long or for you know all the extra plenty plenty things that she was doing but then as God began to teach me about her, I, I really noticed a number of things. She was more than the woman that I had seen on the internet or had seen in the Bible. She was more than just a daughter of God, a righteous woman. She was more than a homemaker. She was a lot of other things. And she had it all. She had the fear of God. She had a trusting relationship with her husband. She had grateful, well-raised children. She had flourishing and profitable businesses. Emphasis on she had a grip on the daily running of her home. She had a philanthropic project and a good reputation in her society. And guess what? She was even celebrated in her lifetime and not when she was dead. So the question that came to me was, how on earth am I supposed to actually bring these learnings into my own life? And then as I was still battling with it, you know, I think God has a way of trying to get our attention. 
everything just started going haywire in my home. Um, my relationship with my husband was deteriorating really fast. Um, I had a near-death experience that got me asking questions like, why, why did you save me? What did you have me here for? You know, and all that happening at the same time. It forced me to actually go back to the lessons that he had taught me. And the more I began to do it, the more things started to change in my life. I got promoted at work. I started a business for the first time after failing in business four times. You know, I, I, I wrote books. And in all, I've seen that these things that he taught me actually work. In this series, which I have titled Becoming an Uncommon Woman, I'm going to share with you some of those nuggets that turned my life around. For today, this episode, I'm going to share with you seven pillars of the virtuous woman's success. Are you ready? Number one, she had her husband's trust. So if you're married, you will know that one of your the greatest things that can make you or mar you in your pursuit of your dreams is your husband. I've seen it in different places. I've seen women who are so supported by their husbands, they just literally, it feels like they're just literally coasting. And then there are others where their husbands are the powers and the principalities and the stumbling blocks just standing before them. For the virtuous woman, she had her husband's trust. What does this mean? It means that her husband trusted her that, you know, as she becomes celebrated, she will still love, respect, and value him. That no matter how big she became, his priorities will still be top priority for her. And because he knew these things, he released her to shine. He released her to do a number of things. The second thing is she had a deep knowledge of her business. There are two things, two words I want to emphasize here, knowledge and her. Everyone has a business and your business is that thing that you have come to do, that thing that you have been called to do, that thing that you are most gifted in doing. You might do a number of things, but when you do that thing which is your business, there's a grace that comes, there's an ease that comes. You can cover more ground than any other person. Your output would even look phenomenal as compared to every other person. Now combine that to the fact that she had deep knowledge. Have you ever asked yourself why she did not you know do chicken raising or making or, or milking goats and selling milk and all that no she decided to go into the clothing industry because that was obviously where her strength lay and so she take, took out time to actually have deep knowledge of this part number three hard work and business acumen on the hard work you know we can't even argue the woman was over hard working <laughs> but there's something i want to point out here that is applicable to her own time while she was a hard worker she also did a number of things she's she worked hard she worked smart and she worked right before she started working hard she actually worked right she made sure she was working in the area of her strength and then she was working smart she was working in those things that were going to give her the greatest result at every point in time before she started working hard she also had business acumen she understood that she could trade her gifts for income and trust me she was trading to the highest bidder it's like as if she did not trade to the masses because you know the bible tells us that she seeks wool and flax wool was what was used for the fabrics of the masses flax was like silk which is used for the elite so she sought both of them and that means she was satisfying a broad range of people but she had business acumen because she understood that when you have a mass product it also makes sense for you to have a premium product you might have less people buying that but you would have more money coming in from there that enables you to reduce your cost and sell at a lower profit for the masses she was wise she had real business acumen number three 
she had effective planning and delegation skills. We see that she had maidens working for her. Do you remember the last sent the sentence I made not too long ago? I said that she worked right, she worked smart before working hard. She worked right in that she was working in the space of her gifting. She worked right because she had the people working with her. She understood that for her to cover a lot of things, she would need help. She was good with planning out things. She was good with delegating and that's why she had maidens. And then based on what was left for her to do, which was core strategic stuff, I'm very sure she worked really hard there. So the number four secret to the virtuous woman's success was effective planning and delegation skills. Number five, compassion and wisdom. This is like, it's no brainer. You know, she had things that she did for those around her. She understood she had a heart of love. She had a heart to be able to touch lives. And then with wisdom, she was able to do this as best as we see. She had a responsibility to self. She understood that she needed to be strong herself. If you read it, it says she girds her loins and she made her arms strong. She clothed herself in purple clothes. She took care of herself inside and outside. As you become an uncommon woman and you give yourself to the world, you are also a critical piece of that equation. The virtuous woman understood that and she took care of herself from inside, girding her loins. To gird her loins means to, um, so usually in those days, you when, when you want to run a race, you instead of having the clothes flowing down you raise it up so it gives you space to run it gives you space to do things so she must have in girding her loins is like she's removing every distraction everything that could stop her from achieving her dreams her purpose and those distractions could be inside you like fear or, or inadequacy and all that she dealt with those things so she had girding her loins was setting her mindset in place she made strong her arms her arms was what she was using to be able to do the work to spin and all that so what is your body is that um, vehicle that you have upon this earth to do what work you are doing are you making it strong um, and then she clothed herself in purple she looked good she understood that the way you look is de determines the way you are addressed and so she did that as well and the seventh one she had the fear of God she loved God she understood that there was a supernatural being and she lived in awe of him she lived to do his will now, over the next few days, I'll be sharing with you a number of things in this same series, so Becoming an Uncommon Woman. Tomorrow, I'll be sharing with you the five things that you need to know about yourself to start on just your journey. And then subsequent days, I'll share with you a number of things, seven things you need to do to root yourself firmly on the path to true and enviable success as an uncommon woman. So make sure you don't miss tomorrow's episode. Don't miss any part of this series. I'll see you soon. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Uncommon Woman podcast. Please remember to subscribe and leave feedback. If you have any questions at all in becoming an uncommon woman, please do share with me and I'll be happy to talk about it in subsequent podcast episodes. What if I could show you the simple yet powerful secrets of the world's greatest uncommon woman? for free would you be interested then do go to bit.ly slash uwskit to get your own copy today you would also get the first chapter of the uncommon woman book for free so that is bit.ly bit.ly forward slash uwskit all in caps lock so caps u caps w caps s caps k caps i caps t so go there and then you can download your own for free 